Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. I still cringe when I think of a WhatsApp mistake I made just over a year ago. With a tiny, incorrect slip of my finger, I sent out a reminder to my daughter's upcoming bat mitzvah, except I sent it to the wrong group of mummies. I was quite happy to accommodate the additional girls that arrived at the party, and I was also very sympathetic to the mummies who probably thought, gosh, I didn't know the child existed or about the previous invite. But I still blush when I think of those who understood that the reminder was a mistake and they hadn't actually been invited initially. It turns out I'm not the only person who has made such stupid mistakes. My guest now, Megan Tyak, has her own fair share, but as the PR manager at Firewater, a digital marketing and PR company, she has the advantage of knowing what to do next. She joins me now to tell me more. Megan, welcome and thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this topic for quite some time. And I think it's because all of us do it. Yeah. At ex- some except point. the men. What I've noticed yeah. in this conversation is men are perfect. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so men don't obviously go on to WhatsApp as often as what we do or have as many groups as we do or I don't know what is going on. Or maybe they're just too um, proud to so. admit that they'd make such a ridiculous mistake. <laughs> Um, Megan, um, do you want to share any of yours while we're in the oh, process of confessing? Where to even begin? I think the latest one, and I know that they, they're listening at the office, so they'll all start laughing and making fun of me, um, was whenever I talk to my friends or to my husband, I'll always put the little kisses at the end of a message. And I was having a very serious conversation with John, who is our account manager. And at the end of the message, I sent these little kisses. And before I could act, before I could respond, he had opened the message, he had read it. I was in a complete flat panic. I didn't know how to now delete it. What do I say to him? And it was this awkward conversation of, well, I'm sorry, John, those kisses weren't meant for you. Um, it happens so often. I think everyone has one of those stories where it's just... Yeah, absolutely cringeworthy. So I'm, I've been canvassing. <laughs> I've been asking friends to share their stories. And someone told me that she had written on a work WhatsApp group, mm. not realizing that it was work. And just responding to one of her colleagues saying, let's um, and then be exclusive of da, 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 da. And let's Uh-oh. have the event. <laughs> let's have the event, but not tell Everyone else. Everyone else who are all happily on the group. Um, another friend of mine also was the recipient of an intimate WhatsApp. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, meant between her friend and her friend's boyfriend. Oh, no. So these mm-hmm. kinds of things um, happen obviously more often than what we would like them to. They absolutely do. And I think that just stirring the conversation a little bit, I think that. They happen so quickly, and us as a, an older generation aren't prepped for how to deal with this. I think if you speak to the younger generation, they've grown up with this. They know what those consequences were, whereas with us, I mean, WhatsApp is so not new, but we didn't know those consequences. So we've sort of had to learn them along the way and learn what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate. And it's quite a scary place to be in, and I think that's why we're having this conversation, is how do you manage those situations because they do happen so quickly. Megan, is there something 
innate in WhatsApp that makes them happen more easily because we grew up on emails. Mm. Okay. And it, it can happen that you forward a message instead of respond to a message, but not so often. Or it can happen that, you know, you send to the wrong person and apologize. And there were all kinds of legal aspects about being the recipient mm. of a wrong email. And, you know, if you are the recipient, please delete and there's mm. confidence. What is it about WhatsApp that makes us so much more, I think, likely to make a mistake? I think it's that it's it's with you all day. I mean, we, we look at our phones how many times a day. We're so used to them. We're so comfortable with our phones and our fingers and what we're typing. And we're also very impatient. So, I mean, if you think about what you do when you sit at your computer. So you sit down and you consciously say, okay, I'm going to send an email to Megan and this is the message that I'm going to say and your email has spell check and, and, and. It's quite a formal environment. Whereas with WhatsApp, it's not a formal environment. It's something that you're doing 30 times a day. And so you do become a bit more careless. You, you're not so aware of I'm sending this message to my husband or I'm sending this message to our community group. And I think that's what happens is we've, we've just become impatient and careless enough to make those mistakes. Although having made the mistake, you are a little bit more sensitive the next time, admittedly. It's kind of learning. Yes from- and no. I mean, I, I, so I send the, the kisses to the wrong person and then a couple of days later, I'll send a shopping list to our community group instead of sending it to my husband. And then I've got 25 people asking me to go buy them bread as well when they go, when I go to the shops. <laughs> so, I mean, it happens okay, that's so, funny. so quickly. <laughs> yes. I, my whole community knows what we buy on a weekly basis now. <laughs> Luckily, it was just bread and milk. But so, so some of these are fun, yes. and some of these are funny. Okay, like I think our first conversation when we met, when you were still working at the Caxton, you mentioned to me you'd pushed out a message, "Happy Friday," and as it so happened, it was still Thursday. Yes. Okay. Those are kind of <laughs> those are kind of funny message. Um, they're fun. They're funny, and everybody takes it in that light. But some of them can be more serious. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there have been, I, I think that the dross rape is such a good example of that where everyone was filming this guy that they had caught in the bathroom that they suspected of rape. And that video started growing across on social media. That had such massive consequences and could have actually jeopardized that court case. And I think we see things and we are so desensitized to information as well. We want to share it and we think that something's funny when it actually isn't. I mean, that wasn't, it was completely inappropriate to start sharing that and yet we all did. And we all wanted to see who he was and what he looked like and, you know, went onto a social media profile and started stalking this guy and his girlfriend and his family. It was not okay. So, so the, there are real dangers with this. And, um, you know, also there are. Uh, consequences to sharing things. And I remember that became quite clear with uh, our former minister, Malusi Gagava's mm. um, WhatsApp, where if you were caught sharing or if you could um, face legal, yeah, there were legal responsibilities, I think, if Absolutely. you shared. But I don't want to go into any no. of those very important <laughs> and worthy causes. <laughs> and it's my last show of the year. Yes. <laughs> so we, we're going to keep it more lighthearted. But I am going to ask you, as a PR person, what do you do? Take my example. You send a message to the wrong group, okay? Do you start phoning the people and saying, I'm sorry, that was uh, – and this is assuming you can delete it, but probably, possibly people have seen the message anyway, and you don't even know who has. 
So you, you can see who has seen a message and who hasn't right. seen a message in a group. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people don't know, which is so useful. So if you tap on your message and go to the little eye in the circle, you can then go see who's received the message and who's actually read that message. So if you are quick enough that you can go in and see, okay, well, only two people have seen it, so I'm going to delete it and I'll inbox those two people, that's probably your best bet if it is something that was quite exclusive that you couldn't invite everyone to. I do think the way that you handled it was very nice of just being accommodating and saying, well, you know, come along anyway, we'd love to have you. So I didn't actually do anything. I, I, no, I, I lie. I did. I tried to phone one person who had to know it was, and I think it made things worse because I was like, hi, <laughs> this is Sharice. You may have received a message that may or may not make sense to you, but please ignore. And yeah. I was like, hello, <laughs> what, what, what? And then I realized, you know what, whatever it is, is, and we'll happily have whoever can. So I think – in a situation like that, it is quite innocent and it is quite easy to manage. Um, either accommodate those people or just apologize and say, I'm so sorry, this was the wrong group. And I think that's where a lot of us, our pride gets to us, where you don't want to admit your fault. You don't want to admit that you've made a mistake. And I think that that's the best way to do it. And you can have some fun with it, depending on what the message was, just to say, oh, gremlins got to my fingers. I was too quick. I'm so sorry. You know, this wasn't meant for you guys. However, if you do want to come, this is where it's going to be. So from a PR point of view, actually, the best thing would be is to say, oops, sorry. Yeah, not oops, sorry. I hate oops, sorry. But yes, um, admit, admit a mistake. Just say, this was, um, in, sorry, the, the, below, the above message was intended for yeah. another group. Didn't mean to send it here, but please feel welcome. I think that we're human. I think that we all make mistakes and people understand that. And um, where I come in a lot is when we're talking about a brand and it's the same thing. You've got to, you've got to be aware of what people are saying. And just before we do go on our break, if that message was offensive in any way i think the best thing is apologize straight away um if you didn't find it offensive but somebody else did find it offensive still apologize to that person and say you know i'm really sorry i didn't mean to offend anyone you know don't this, don't say this is what i meant and i was actually going out it was out of context just i'm so sorry i offended you i Thank have you. an example a real okay. life example of something like that which we will explore a little bit more after the break Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. And I'm speaking to Megan Tayak, who is the uh, digital marketing and uh, who's a PR manager at Firewater, which is a digital marketing and PR company. And we're having a little bit of a giggle um, talking about those kind of really silly things that we do. Um, Megan, so your advice, and I do know it happened to a friend of mine. She meant to... Um, forward a message that she'd received and she was being a little bit mean about the person she'd received the message from and she'd said something like, ah, and made fun of the person's name, says this and this, but she didn't forward it. She just responded. Oh, very <laughs> I think that there are so many mistakes and, you know, I was busy speaking to Helon, who I think all of your listeners know by now, one of our, our chief digital officer at Firewater, and he was saying that his child's just received a cell phone that they give to her to mo and they monitor it. It's not hers all the time, 24-7 a day. But the advice that he gave to her, which I think is so sound and something that we can all use, is don't put anything on your phone, so photos, messages, opinions, anything, that you wouldn't want your parents to see or your colleagues to see or your family. If you want to gossip about somebody, 
pick up the phone and call them and gossip. Um, those or send messages, an email. Or send, no, don't send an email. <laughs> Joke. It happens so quickly. And as, as much as, I mean, I was having a conversation with um, somebody the other day, and we were also, I mean, not being nasty about anything, but having a proper conversation about the situation that this person found themselves in. And I was quite blasé about the whole thing. And afterwards I thought, oh, you know, what happens if she then doesn't like me for some reason and uses my messages against me? Or she screen grabs them and sends it to somebody else and says, well, this is Megan's opinion about the situation. And I actually phoned her and said, you know, I'm I'm so sorry, but would you mind deleting that conversation? And I don't know if she did or didn't, and that will hang over my head for a really long time. Um, But don't put anything on your phone. Don't send a message that you wouldn't be prepared to send somewhere else because we're humans. We make mistakes. And even if the person that you sent it to you trust, they might make a mistake. They might leave their phone lying around and somebody else picks up on it. So talking about picking up, Literally picking up a phone, you're with somebody, you're mm. in the car, you're driving, a message comes up and the person sees it and um, what happens? So I had this situation happen to me the other day and luckily it was quite innocent. It's my husband's birthday coming up Muzzled. and I was discussing presents with his, well, my father-in-law, his father. And my husband was sitting in the car and I was busy driving and up pops this message from his dad talking about the surprise gift that we want to give him. Um, so it's no longer a surprise, surprise and, you know, it sort of destroyed the moment, but it can happen so quickly. And it's, it can be. And that was an innocence. It's completely innocent. But it could not be innocent. It could be anything. It could be, you know, gossip to a colleague or a private message that you're supposed to be sending to your husband or you've just got to be very aware. I know that the new iPhone actually has where... If I'm looking at your phone, it knows that it's not you and that message won't pop up. Oh, wow. Um, so there are things that are coming with technology, with, you know, eye recognition or, or whatever those are. I think we would need a lot to explain them to us. But there are those technologies out there. But for the most of us, we don't have that ability yet. So just be aware when you're giving your phone to somebody else, know that you're giving that phone to them. Be aware of what conversations you've had. So your phone's like your toothbrush. You're not supposed to share it. That's, that's what we do these days. And don't days. put anything other than toothpaste on it, <laughs> if we can take your analogy further. Um, Facebook. Facebook. So this is another one, and it's happened quite a few times. Thank goodness not to me, but I, I know people that it has happened to where um, they've wanted to – I think stalk is a very strong word, but they've wanted to in- investigate a, a possibility of a boyfriend or a, a something that mm. they wanted to look at. And they've typed in his name and pushed search only to realize that it wasn't actually the search bar. <gasps> it was their status bar. Oh. So all of a sudden now you've got, a name. you know, this, this guy's name on your Facebook page that you now need to delete. And if you're on your phone, it's quite hard to delete things straight away because everything refreshes so quickly. So... You do have to be careful. These, and it's that same thing that I was talking about. We're impatient. We don't double-check things. And I think that it's so important to do that. If you're sending out an email for work, you are going to double-check it. If you're writing a birthday card for somebody, you're going to double-check what you're saying. You're going to think about what you say before you actually take pen to paper. We need to be that cautious with digital as well. We need to know what we're saying, how we're saying it, and where we're saying it. And we're not doing that. And that's why these mistakes are coming up. And, yes, it's fun to talk about but they can be very 
very heartbreaking to very, people. Uh, very, very damaging. Um, and, and consequences can be very long-term, you know, yeah. when we talk about kids and social footprints and you, you everything take, you say can and will yeah. be used against you. You take so long to build up your reputation yeah. to say, you know, this is Megan and this is who she is and this is what she believes in. And that can all be destroyed with one message. Um, going back to that conversation that I was having with somebody that wasn't so nice, I mean, uh, I'm completely ashamed that I had that conversation and, you know, I don't want that to get out. Why did I put it on a digital platform? Um, Megan, we have to, as you see, um, <laughs> by indications by Craig, um, wrap it up. But um, a contact number if anybody would like to contact you because of the, their needs, suggestions or help. If they would like to email us, I'm great on email, and I won't make mistakes, I hope. Um, they can email pr at firewater.net. Um, that's probably the best way to get hold of us, or you can go to www.firewater.net, and I'm very happy we've got live help on the website, and we're very oh, happy to help. help you. That is exactly what we need, live help, <laughs> <laughs> real live intelligent help. Yeah, and it's not a not artificial. Not artificial, real live intelligence. Megan, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to seeing you again in the new year. Definitely. Um, that was Megan Tayak, who is the PR manager at Firewater. Just a reminder that this weekend is the Jewish Board of Deputies Conference, that will see Stephen Kossoff in conversation with our president, Cyril Ramaphosa. The function is fully booked, but the good news is you can live stream it and all you have to do is go onto our website, sajbd.org. Thank you to all of you for joining me, not only today, but throughout the year. If there's anything on the show that you would like to comment on, you are welcome to email me at sharice at sajbd. Um, I'd like to thank my two producers, Evelyn and Craig, for all their assistance and hard work. And believe me, sometimes I make them sweat. I will be back with you in January. Uh, wish you all a safe and enjoyable holiday and Shabbat Shalom.